Hello beautiful people, welcome to Sunday Vibes with Queen M, where I say some shit real quick. Why? Because I like to say some shit real quick. Listen, today's topic is hot, okay? I'm going to be talking about performative faith versus active faith. How we're so performative in life, stating what we think we deserve, what we're worthy of, the situations and the futures that we want in our lives. Yet, in reality, when we turn around and look at what we actually do, the friends we entertain, the relationships we get into, the spaces and situations we get ourselves into, they are in such contradiction to everything that we're saying we deserve and everything that we're saying we're worthy of. Constantly asking for the mountains that are in our way to be removed, when in reality, we are the ones putting these mountains in front of us in the first place. We are literally standing in our own way and today this episode is for me it's for you we need to start being accountable we need to do better but before we get into it you already know let's take a moment to be present okay so i'm gonna need you to take a deep breath in hold it and out unclench your jaw Relax your shoulders and just relax your body as we ease into today's topic. So today, like I said, I'm going to be talking about performative faith versus active faith. How we are so sincere, pretentiously, you know, sincere when we're praying, journaling, affirming, stating, reposting these self-love quotes. I deserve this. I deserve that. This is the life I want to live. This is what I know I'm deserving of. So much theatrics. So much to it. When we're performing. It's like we're putting on a performance. I deserve this. I deserve that. This is what I want in my life. Okay, cool. But the moment we get up and go into the world. The people we are around. I'm going to talk about fake friends. The people we entertain. I'm going to talk about selective association. Why do you give certain relatives who are of no use to you access to your life? I'm going to talk about how people have high expectations of being treated like they're high maintenance when in reality they treat themselves in a low maintenance way. Why do we do that? Out here doing affirmations. Affirmations and prayer do not work if you do not do the work. And that's one period. I'm going to talk about how you want results but you don't want the process. I'm going to talk about how... We have useless relationships and how nobody can love you if you don't love yourself. Nobody can love you enough for you if you don't love yourself. So constantly going into the world seeking a certain type of love that you've never given to yourself is is really shooting yourself in the foot, to be honest. And I'm going to be talking about mentors and idols, the people that we look up to, the people that we admire, the people that you're following, the people you're keeping tabs on. The people who are a huge influence in your life, what are they actually gifting you? Is it just seeing their fancy bags and fancy cars? Are they teaching you anything about life, about wealth, about making money, about making valuable friendships, about value? Are they giving you something you can you can hold on to besides being an LV bag and a Mercedes-Benz latest make or whatever? Because best to believe... They're just living their best life and you're just part of the audience. They're of no use to you 
unless they are giving you information that can help you get to where they are. So like I said, today's topic is absolutely coming in hot. Get in your seat, get comfortable, because we're about to get into it. So let's start with fake friends. I cannot even begin to to explain. I cannot even begin to <laughs> decipher this one. People love company. People do not know how to be alone. Listen, you don't have to be a loner. You don't have to be an introvert. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that there are people who always want to be around someone. People who always want to be in a space where they feel needed or in a space where they are where they have someone who needs them. Why do we do that? Constantly surrounding ourselves with people who give negative energy, for example. A friend who's always complimenting you wrong. Mm, that dress doesn't look good on you. Yeah, I don't really like this. I don't do you really think you can do that? I like I like what you did, but you know, it was just wasn't never a purely positive affirmation. Never a positive push. But yet you keep these people around. Why? Because if you remove them, you realize you will have nobody left. So you entertain absolutely useless friends in your life. We have people who entertain people that are in their lives who bring unnecessary competition. Have you ever experienced that before? Where you have friends who seemingly are always competing with you. You're in a happy relationship. Oh yeah, me too. I'm in a happy relationship. Oh, things are working for you. Oh yeah, me too. Things are working for me. You're doing good for yourself. Oh yeah, me too. I'm doing... It's never... A moment of, okay, today we're celebrating you, and that's enough. Tomorrow we're celebrating me, and that's enough. You're happy, you deserve it. Tomorrow I'm happy, I deserve it. In every moment, it always seems like it's a comparison situation. You will even see them going out to do the exact same things you do, or even meet with the exact same people that you meet with. Because sometimes in friendship circles, my friends might not be your friends, but me and you are friends. But you find that this person is not chilling with the guys you chill with, the girls you chill with, the people you're connected with. Always seemingly trying to do what you do and try to do it in a better way. You don't need people like this around you. The moment you realize that you're surrounded by people who are competing with you and you stay in there, you're consequently setting up a trap for yourself. And there are people who are always asking about situations but never sharing you, sharing with you the information about their lives. Have you ever seen situations like this? I've had friends like that. So what happened? How did you figure out how to do this? So what happened? How did you get out of that situation? How did, how did it end with this guy? So are you still talking to this person? Oh, so how is your life right now? Are you still depressed? Is the one, two, three? Always, always asking, always asking. Always asking, always needing updates. But they never give you tangible information about themselves. When you ask them, how are you? Oh, I'm okay. You know, things are hard here and there, but I'll be fine. If they ever tell you anything, it's always a snippet, a, a tidbit of information. I used to have a friend like that who was dear to me. And I, 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 I got so caught up in my dependency on their support that I stopped. I never stopped to realize that I was always telling you know, because I needed someone to lean on. So telling my friend was normal for me. But until I caught that weight, I actually know nothing deep about you. You rarely ever give me, you know, secrets, information that other people don't know. You give me information that everyone knows. But sometimes when we're so codependent on people, 
we never stop to realize that we're just giving, sharing our lives with them, giving information to them. And these people are going to step out of those situations and share your information with other people and laugh at you with other people and and gag and say, oh, you guys think that this girl is doing well? Let me tell you the truth. Constantly airing out your business and you're thinking that they're asking about your stuff out of concern. If you have friends that display any of these characters and so many more I don't have the time to mention, you need to be okay with taking them out of your space for your own peace, to protect your own peace. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to overlook all these things, overlook the fact that you're surrounded by negative energy, overlook the fact that you don't get as much as you give from your friends, always giving them the benefit of doubt, never wanting to part with them, holding on to friendships that are that are useless, bonds that have rendered themselves absolutely useless to you for the longest time, but you're not bothered, are you? Why? Because you have someone to sit with you in the dark when things get lonely. You have someone to keep you company. You have someone to call your friend, someone to show up with. You need to reevaluate your life because these very people are too close to home. These people are the people who are closest to you. They're the people that can hurt you the most. A stranger cannot backstab you. A stranger cannot backstab you. Because if a stranger backstabs you, if a stranger drags you or shares some piece of information, there's no affiliation of loyalty for you to be too offended. You'd just be shocked as to why are you obsessed with me? I don't even know you. I don't even bother about you. But when it's your friend, it's going to hurt. It's going to bruise. It's going to demean the way you look at yourself. The only people who can stab you in the back are the people who have your back. So you have to be mindful of the selection that you, of the selective process that you practice of who deserves to be in my space. Do they have my back enough to not stab my back? And even friendships that have stood the test of time constantly check into assess situations. Listen, people change over time. Just because you're best friends in primary school doesn't mean you're going to be best friends in your adult life. People change, always constantly assess situations. Are we still good for each other? Do we need to be more intentional in this friendship? Do we need to be more real with each other? Do we need this? Do we need that? Do we need all of these things? Because there will be friends that will come into your life to keep you complacent. To keep you in bad spaces. Some people don't want to go far in life. You know, Some people are absolutely happy with where they are. So you being ambitious, you being this driven person, for them is really an abnormality. So they're going to promote your procrastination. They're going to promote your laziness. So that you stay together in this complacent place, in this place that goes nowhere, in the dry man's land. For what reason? What was the reason, honey? <laughs> I can only tell you the tea. I can only give you the tea. It's up to you to drink it or to leave it. And that's on period. But you need to assess who you are with and what places they take you. You need to be around friends who mention your name when they hear of opportunities. You need to be around friends who take your name further. Friends who push you to go harder. Friends who motivate you to do better. 
friends who call you out on your bullshit and can stand to be called out on their bullshit. Friends who are accountable, who are okay with being corrected. Friends who correct you when you're wrong. Friends who listen to understand, not listen to respond. I can go on and on on this topic of friends and listen. Maybe we need an actual separate podcast on friends. But all I can say is, a friend to everyone is a friend to no one. If you look at life in actual reality, all the big personalities, all the people with strong reputations, they may be known by everyone, but they have a select few group of friends, a handful. And be mindful, the last fact that I'm going to say on friends before I move on is be mindful of friends that admire you to the point admire you to the point of obsession because the line between admiration and envy is very thin a friend who wants to be you a friend who's envious of the men that are attracted to you all the guys are attracted to you why a friend who's envious of the money you have maybe it's from your man maybe it's your own maybe it's from your parents a friend who likes everything you wear who wants to always be wearing your clothes a friend who's just It's almost like they want to be you. Friends like that are not safe or good for you. Because they really do want to be you. So it takes one snap of a finger for it to turn from admiration to become envy. And you do not want a situation like that. I'm going to move on to a situation that's too close to home. Too close to home which is trying to be high maintenance and having high maintenance expectations when you're actually low quality product. You know, there's premium stock in the world. There are people who are of value because they have something to offer. They're valuable people. But in this, in this day and age, we all want to be of high maintenance. For what reason? Why? What makes you high maintenance? I want a man who will take me on dates, you know, on rooftop restaurants. You don't even have a dress that can go with such a date. What makes you think you can attract such a man? What makes you think you can attract a person who will treat you, invest in your life and, 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 and help you go further when you have nothing worthy to be invested in? You don't even know what it means to start a business. You do not even research. Even if... You haven't started it because you don't have resources. You have no knowledge. You're not chasing entrepreneurial content. You want a man who will treat you delicately. Yet you're a warrior. You're one of those people who who are constantly shouting, constantly angry, constantly bitter. How do you expect to find someone who will treat you delicately when you're not delicate? (laughs) The gag is, we are in our own way. We need to get out of our own way. Constantly expecting high value situations. You want to be taken to a rooftop restaurant? You've never even taken yourself out for coffee. Simple coffee. But you're constantly ordering in McDonald's and KFC. Now listen, there's a difference between the value of an experience You may even have the money to order McDonald's and KFC every day, but you do not value experiences. You do not value fine dining. For the same money that you're having this uh, fast food delivered to your door for, that you're going to eat wearing 
a shirt that is probably torn in the back or something like that because you sleep in whatever you want to sleep in because you don't care because nobody's watching you. The same money you can spend on that meal, you can go on a date for coffee. Coffee and cake. Elegant situations where people of value can see you and be impressed to say, you know what, this is the kind of woman that I want in my life who values quality experiences. But you think you're going to find a valuable person sitting at home every day wearing sweatpants eating KFC. Ain't nothing wrong with KFC. I'm talking about the experience here, valuing experiences. We need to invest in the kind of life that we want to live by living hints. Let success find the hints in your life that, okay, she's hinting that this is the life she wants. We have such a grand vision in our minds of what we want to be treated like and what we want in our lives. But we're not willing to do even the minuscule, most smallest gesture for ourselves. When you're going out and about, you dress up and everything. But when you're at home, you don't even have a single pair of pajamas that make you look nice and sexy, make you look nice and hot and sensual. When you're at home, you're wearing t-shirts every day or you're wearing... At least let them be good quality t-shirts that make you look nice. When you're at home, you don't care what you look like. You don't care what your hair looks like. You cannot want to start performing high-value performing in high-value ways when when high-value things find you. You must already be a person of high value. And I found this to be so useful, and I I always never really thought that it was important. But I'm coming to realize that it is so important that we live hence for success and elevation to find us. You want to go on a vacation. You and your friends could never even go just for a weekend to a different city, go buy a nice a nice hotel, share the fee so you don't have to pay too much. We can't do that. We can't do that for ourselves. But we want some mythical creature of a man to come and introduce us to the high life. Charity begins at home. In as much as you may not be able to afford to do certain things for yourself, try as much as you can to give yourself the experience that you desire. You're constantly spotted in low-quality places, around low-quality people. How do you think a high-value person or high-value people and friends are going to find you when you're in low-quality spaces? I used to get so insulted. I kid you not. I used to get so insulted when I would get certain people asking me out in a certain environment. Like, listen, I'm not trying to blow my own horn, but like, come on, look at you, look at me. Like, why are you asking me out? And then I realized I need to look at the location I'm in and ask myself, what am I doing in here? Because I know the kind of people that I will find in this place. So why am I shocked that these people have the audacity to approach me? Listen, the gag is we need to be honest with ourselves. Sometimes we only get results from situations that we have placed ourselves in willingly. We will attract friends that are used to the spaces that we're used to. We attract partners that chill in the place that we're chilling. So if we're always doing low quality experiences, then most definitely we're going to get low quality results. And I'm definitely calling myself out on this too, because I do it every once in a while. Used to. <laughs> Past tense. But I'm just saying, there comes a time when you have to decide to sacrifice 
certain habits that you may have enjoyed, that may have been fun for a certain time and point in your life, sacrifice them for better, for better things. It's not always about the money. Sometimes it's about making sure that you're positioned in a spot where the right things can find you. In our minds, we think that one day we're just going to wake up and get there. Like I said, we want the results. We don't want the process. And it's ridiculous because nothing permanent is achieved overnight. So just because you you wore some fancy clothes for a fancy day doesn't suddenly make you a fancy person. If at home and with your friends, you are... I'm not even going to use certain words for the sake of respect. Let's try to do better. That's all I'm trying to say. For ourselves. Your behavior and mannerism. The way in which you handle yourself. The way in which you behave. The way in which you act. And yet you're there saying, I deserve high maintenance. High. A person must come and love me the way I am. Uh, opportunities must come and find me and appreciate me the way I am. That is not how the world works. That is not how the world works. Things are given, opportunities are presented, and people enter the lives of worthy people. You make yourself worthy. What is it that makes you a high-value person? It's not always about having money. So many people who didn't have much to begin with who ended up accumulating so much just because they knew the right ways in which to present themselves. You need to know what you have to offer. Is it your looks that you bank on? If it's your looks that you bank on, then make sure at every point in time you look sharp. You can you can literally make anything your your advantage. If you're smart, then make sure at every point in time you portray that I'm a smart person. I'm intelligent. If you have a certain gift, make sure you always hi- highlight your strengths. Always. We don't always, we don't all have to have money to be successful in the future. We don't all have to be good looking. We don't all have to be smart. We don't all, whatever it is you have, know how to manipulate it and highlight it in a way that positions you to the path for more. Affirmations don't work unless you do the work. Every morning, I am enough, I'm worthy, I'm deserving, everything is aligning for me, all things are working together for me. And then you spend the whole day in bed in pajamas, watching YouTube. <laughs> oh my gosh. The audacity to even say affirmations when you treat yourself with such disrespect. I'm worthy, I'm enough, I'm deserving. And then we look at the, the person you're entertaining, the man or woman you're entertaining in your life. It's a pity. How can you stoop so low to, to entertain such useless people if you're so worthy and enough and important? Affirmations don't work unless you do the work. You affirm, you pray, you meditate, whatever it is you do, then you get up and you go get it. You get up and you act worthy. You get up and you act like you're enough. You get up and you do the work. That's all I'm trying to say. Performative faith and active faith are two different things. 
Whether you break down the walls of Jericho in prayer or you meditate for 12 hours on end or you journal every single day, if that's all you do, you ain't gonna get shit, honey. Period. We need to do better for ourselves, myself included. I ain't even capping. We need to do better for ourselves and we need to, to hold each other accountable. We have relationships where we're begging people to treat us with the with the bare minimum respect. Begging for the bare minimum. Begging people to stay, to see us, to acknowledge us, to make us feel important. For what exactly? For what reason? Aren't you the same person waking up to say, I'm enough, I'm healing, I'm growing, I'm glowing. So why are you putting yourself in situations that do not affirm your declarations and affirmations? If people aren't willing to to step up to the plate and give you what you are worthy of, and by worthy of, I mean you yourself, you are a person who shows up for themselves, you're a person who's a high performer, put your best foot forward, you do your best, you're accountable, you're responsible, you correct yourself where you need correction. If a person does not come and reciprocate such beautiful energy, then they have to go. But if you entertain it, it's either you're also a shitty person, so you deserve shitty people, or you're a worthy person who doesn't actually understand what worth is. The consequence of having high standards is being able to understand that you need to have the patience to wait for what you deserve. That's the consequence of having high standards. That's the consequence of having high standards. So you cannot be entertaining certain relationships, putting yourself in certain situations and not understanding that it's going to backfire on you because it's not going to take you far. Because these are not things that a person who is trying to go far in life entertains. And you cannot go about in life expecting people to treat you with respect, to love you undoubtedly and put you first when you don't treat yourself with respect. Of course, there's the question of respectable according to whose narrative. As long as you're respectable according to your narrative, as long as in your eyes you're the type of person you want to be, then great. But if you don't even respect yourself, you don't even respect your visions, your plans, the things you said you're going to do, you don't respect them. In fact, you give more respect to procrastination, to gossip, to toxic relationships, to, 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 to idleness and all of these things. How do you expect people to respect you? Talking about self-love when you think that the definition of self-love is skincare routines. Honey, I hate to break it. I Listen, if nobody told you, I'm here to tell you. That is not the definition of self-love. That's just performative self-love that we do to feel good about ourselves. Real self-love is sitting down with yourself. Breaking down your limitations. Healing yourself. Sitting with the emotions, sitting with the pain, sitting with the trauma, choosing to do better, choosing yourself, consistently showing up for yourself in ways that are magnificent. Clapping for yourself, respecting your plans, respecting your visions, respecting everything that has anything to do with you. And obviously it's a journey, it's a lot, it's a path to get there, but you will get there. We will get there, myself included. I'm on my way. Oh, best to believe I'm on my way. I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but the bandwagon is leaving, honey. And I'm leaving with or without you, period. I'm going.
going, going, I'm going away. <laughs> the last thing I'm going to address is having mentors and idols that are absolutely useless to you. Okay, great. You like the celebrity, you're following them. Great. They dress in the way you want to dress. They buy the bags you want to buy. They drive the cars you want to drive. But what does the celebrity teach you about how to get these things? Nothing. Who are your mentors? Who are the people you look to for? Do you even have, do you know what a mentor is? Do you have people that you go to for advice? People in higher places, people in better positions, people who are living the situations you want to live. That you can go to and consult. In this day and age, we have the advantage of having mentors for free. Online mentors, people with, people with podcasts. People who are living the lives you want to live. Who are offering the tools and the ways in which to get there. But nobody wants the process. Everybody wants the results. Nobody wants to hear about how to fix yourself. How to fix your circle. How to fix your life. How to do better. Nobody wants the gradual rise. Everybody wants the instantaneous results. And that takes you nowhere. I can attest to that. Took me nowhere. Took me a long time to realize that I was idolizing the wrong people. It it, it was even wrong to idolize celebrities or personalities or business people, entrepreneurs, mentors, whatever it is. They're human too. They make mistakes. Make sure whoever you're admiring is teaching you valuable life lessons in their lifestyle. Teaching you what it means to be a woman of class. A man of honor. You know? Teaching you what it means to work smart. Not just to work hard. Because listen, if hard work paid off, our mothers would be billionaires. Say what I say. But all in all, I just wanted to say, sometimes we are the mountains in our own way. So many more behaviors beyond what I have expressed in this podcast that we promote, that we maintain, that we defend. The lie you defend, you get to keep. So many things that we defend just because we want to keep friends, we want to keep lovers, we want to keep getting along with our cousins and family members. We want to be important. We want to be seen. We don't want to. We don't want to be too loud. We don't want to ruffle some feathers. We don't want to demand what we deserve. We want to be digestible. Let them choke. Stop trying to be digestible for Pete's sake. <laughs> I have so much to say because I like to say some shit all the motherfucking time, but I'm gonna leave this right here. Give you something to think about. I don't want you pointing fingers. This podcast episode is not about pointing fingers. This one's for you. For me. This one's personal. I don't like people who hear hear a gospel and be like, yes, this sounds exactly like this person. No, honey. Are you going, are you going to listen to the gospel for somebody else? Listen to the gospel for you. To be like, okay, wow, how can I do better? Because listen, you might not want to do better, but people are going to do better with their lives and you're going to be left behind. And that's very unfortunate. So I'm going to leave it here. Food for thought. Are you the mountain that you are? Are you the one placing the mountain that you are asking to be removed in your way? Are you the one standing in your own way? 
Are you the one maintaining, promoting the behaviors, people, and situations that are keeping you stuck? Are you trying to be high maintenance when you treat yourself like low maintenance? Are you waiting for people to invest in you when you couldn't care less to invest in yourself? I'm asking you right now because, listen, I want better for myself and I'm sure you want better for yourself. So let's try to find ways to do better for ourselves. We're grown folk now. We're grown people now. Even if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a grown person, there comes a time where you need to decide what's more important, your future, your goals, your vision, or maintaining the toxic things that are around you that are maintaining these things. And you already know this is a disclaimer. Everything I say is my opinion from experience, research, or observation. If I unknowingly address an issue in an offensive way, Do not hesitate to let me know. I am human, learning, and growing. Give me room for correction. My views and opinions may also change as I grow, so please bear that in mind. But thank you so much for joining me on Sunday Vibes with Queen M. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it, repost it. You already know my Instagram is goddess1111, G-O-D-D-E-S-S underscore one 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 repost my content repost my podcast let other people know that there's valuable content worth hearing i appreciate your support and i'll see you next sunday and remember be kind but take no shit